love you. Well, golly gee, and welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I love you so. I am the Green Trapper of Gorsh. He surely does, guys. He lets me read his diary from time to time, and he's just like, no, I don't. Oh, fucking. Then who gave me permission? Don't tell them that. I don't keep a diary. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell them. <laughs> I'm the faceless Leon. I don't know if you introduced yourself. I think you did. This is a podcast about movies and TV, and um, it's called Green and Faceless on the Couch. And he's he's the Green Traveler, if he didn't say. Just, just, <laughs> in case. just to cover our bases. And uh, yeah, we're we're coming back at you with the Nicolas Cage playlist. We're keeping it going. We're riding the crazy train. Yeah, we're having a great time. Definitely the crazy and, train. Uh, yeah, we're jumping a little ahead into his career uh, into oh, 1996 yeah. to one of my brothers. Like, I've never actually asked my brother, but I'm sure if he were to write a list of his ten favorite films, The Rock would be on it. Uh, yeah. I remember him watching it a lot as a kid. <laughs> Like, like he loved this movie. Like because of the excellent plot, or because of the excellent just... performances. <laughs> <laughs> well, I th- I think honestly, it's just because it is a fast paced action that you don't have to. You, your brain doesn't have to be on for it. It's yeah. just yeah adrenaline rush. Yeah, that's for and, sure. You know, your brain does not need to be on for this movie. Maybe mine was yeah, and, a little and, bit know, too on for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, you know, critics critics aren't gonna like those films. So my yeah. brother and I have wildly different tastes in films. Now, there are many, many times where those tastes overlap mm-hmm. and we both enjoy a film like he loved the Batman. I love the Batman. So like there are moments. But there are there are many times where he will love a movie and then I will watch the movie and be like, nah. It's not for me, dog. And The Rock's one of them. <laughs> the Rock is one of those films where I'm just yeah. like, nah. So the he, he Rock. Would, he'd be like, I'm going to watch The Rock. And I'd be like, nah. nah I don't want to watch right, that with right. you. Sadly, we only have one TV. So I'm just going to go over there and read a book, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> you're older than me. <laughs> so if I could synopsize this movie. Uh, the Rock. Yes, please do. Is the little known. Um, Dwayne Johnson. Yes, it is the little-known bio-flick pick about Dwayne Rock Johnson, <laughs> starring Nicolas Cage as Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and you know that that was controversial. Starring, starring, starring the island of Alcatraz as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> this is a uh, this is like a backwards prison heist movie slash yeah, yeah, slash. Slash terrorist uh, attack movie. And before that genre was like super flooded, super flooded the market. Yeah. Thanks, Michael Bay. Yeah. Thanks, Michael Bay. Um, He's so the director of this, by the did, way, people. Yes. This is one of his his blow up movies. And he got to blow some <laughs> stuff up. You will not be disappointed I think it's if his, you were looking for I think explosions. it's his highest rated uh, film on IMDb. I think is I read it? that somewhere. Yeah, or maybe really? it's maybe it's his highest rated Rotten Tomatoes film. I can't remember which, but oh man, uh, so <clears throat> this is uh, this is a movie where Stanley got good speed, but they do call him 
all sorts of things. Godspeed. And, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like... I don't know. They tried to do something with it, but it was nothing. Uh, no. Yeah. And that's that's Nick Cage for everybody yes. out there. Yes. Stanley. Stanley, Stanley Goodspeed. Goodspeed. Which, the Cage. which I found out uh, just before we started recording, I was reading the Wikipedia real fast. Arnold Schwarzenegger had been offered the role of Stanley Goodspeed really? first. <laughs> oh he turned it down because he didn't like the script. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nick Cage came along. He's like, "That's perfect for me, man." <laughs> I could not imagine this character being super ripped, like right Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it works. Okay, honestly, honestly, Nick Cage's wild ass performance works perfectly for this yes, movie. Yes, it so really like, does. Like, th- it's man. such a strange character that he is is giving that. Yeah. It, it once again almost doesn't fit this movie but because this movie is buck wild it fucking works so stanley is a chemist for the fbi whose job is basically to defuse chemical bombs that's that's basically mm-hmm. his job and he has uh, a lot of fun doing it he yeah he enjoys his work uh but he's he's used to being cooped up like he does his work on base typically but right. then ed harris has to come in and be a <gasps> general that's mad at the government and stuff and he and his uh team of captains and major tom baxter played by david Mor- uh morse i like yes. david morse yeah, I do nice. like David Morse. Uh, I haven't honestly seen him in all that many, too many things, but he did a really good job at being um, Mike Webster. Is that what it was in the concussion movie? He was in. He, I think so, yeah. Yeah. That was Something him. Right? Whatever. Okay. If we're, we're wrong, I think so, out, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think you're I think you're right. I think that was him. So yeah. Ed and Dave, they go and they steal like the worst chemical weapons that the government ever created, even though yeah. it was after the Geneva Convention when they created it. Yeah, it was like something like uh if it, they they have like a hundred or whatever little beads of this yeah. this deadly thing. And if just one of them goes off, like everything within a fifty mile radius is dead. Yeah, the that the bomb. Yeah, if the bomb explodes, that that is right. But if it's just like one of them in a room, uh, it it would be it would. I think they said it'd feel like it was like eighty yards or something. It was a lot smaller. It's ridiculous. It was a lot yeah. smaller, but still ridiculous. But I yeah. mean, it's a gas. Gas goes everywhere. But whatever. They steal them. They 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 do the thing where they show what the evil thing that they just stole can do by have making a bad boo boo mistake with the really poisonous stuff, and <laughs> it killed some of the guys real gross like with lesions and everything. And yep, it was yeah, nasty. So we know what the shit does. And then they go and they threaten uh, that they excuse me they invade alcatraz not knowing that there was going to be a uh a tour that day so they ended up with a lot of hostages and they then threaten to blow up 
to draw to poison America and, and drop yeah. it on um, San Francisco. I, I had to think of the fucking city. That's where I was lost. And <laughs> so they're they're like, we will kill San Francisco unless you give us X amount of money because we're mad that you let our people die behind enemy lines because you were worried about being found out about your shitty shit, your shady shit. Yeah. That it was shitty. And you know, like, to dissect that plot. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. Oh, it's so ridiculous, man. I love it. So, like, I is... love the villains. I, I love it. I love that, like, James Bond villain idea where it's just like, all right, I'm going to blow up everybody unless you give me $10 million. You know, and it's just like, oh, okay. I get it. That's that's your plan. Like he even tells um, Ed Harris, even tells like all of his his uh, soldiers. He's like, you walk out of this mission a millionaire, but you'll never be able to set foot on your on your uh, yeah. on American soil ever again. Yeah, is it worth it? And they're like, yeah, we don't like them anymore. It's like, yeah, got it. They're being dumb. Yeah, it it, <laughs> it definitely. Uh, I don't know. I like Ed Harris's character, like, yeah, because Ed Harris is you know good at what he does, and uh, but Francis X Hummel, he, you you didn't think it through, and in fact, I feel like he feels as much at the end of the movie. That's as much as I will yeah. say about that. Yeah, I like I like how they play with his moral dilemma. Yes, I think that's a really good uh, good ad. I actually, I actually do. Like all jokes aside, it's a very good popcorn plot. Yeah, you know, it is just it's it's very it's like again it's like James Bond how how it's just like a ridiculous ride and it's like okay sure like I don't yeah. know why you know anyone of intelligence would look at this plot and say yeah that's gonna fall through you're gonna <laughs> either die on the island with the virus or you're gonna yeah. die because the government will kill you somehow somehow so like <laughs> yeah so. It's like the likelihood of you actually getting away with millions and millions of dollars is very it's slim. It's very slim. Yeah, like like what were they thinking? And you know, like the FBI called it as an obvious bluff. Like they're like, "Okay, we know this general. He values human life. He's he doesn't want to do this. So, yeah. we're just going to you know, we're going to send in people to uh to disarm these bombs and when that's done we can get the hostages out of there yeah and that's the funny thing too i don't think the hostages are seen after like the first hour mark no like <laughs> there's no. a moment in the movie where they're just they're still alive but they're just done like, no we don't need these I extras think anymore they come back in like four of them come back in at the end and there was like maybe like 11 or 40 or something like that I know oh, that geez. those are totally different numbers, but <laughs> right, <laughs> eleven or forty. <laughs> <laughs> so the FBI they decide that they want to pull this man who is in prison. This is the buck wildest part of the story, I think. They yeah, want to yeah. pull this man that they buried in prison because he knew too much, uh, because he has escaped Alcatraz before. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they know that he's like the most dangerous man. 
So yeah, I think I think it's implied at the end. Uh, this is spoilers for the the very final scene. It's it's a throwaway scene, but you know it's a funny scene. Yeah, but I think they imply that he killed JFK. I'm not sure, but. <laughs> You think so? Oh man! Okay, I, I read that scene totally differently now. Oh shit! Because he's the one who sent him there. He was—he was just like, "There's photo evidence," and he was just like, "I was locked away for a certain position or a certain job that I did." Yeah, like, yeah, I—I I, I think that's what he's trying to imply. I don't know. Wow. I mean, he has been locked away long enough uh, for that to be the case. Well, that's something. That's something indeed. So, Captain John Patrick Mason, Sean Connery's character, uh, he, I think, was a British intelligence officer. I think. I don't know. But anyhow, <laughs> I mean, he they release they they tell him that they'll give him a, a pardon if he takes Stanley into Alcatraz and, you know, pretty soon once the shit hits the fan, which does pretty quickly because it's an action movie. um, Yeah. Stanley tells him that they tore up the pardon. So that's kind of a, a spoiler as well. So now he's just doing it because he's out. He's getting to do yeah. something. <laughs> I mean, and also there's, you know, thousands of lives at stake. Yes, also like, he does have a moral as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry for questioning your your motives, Patrick Mason, John Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> fictional character Patrick Mason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do I do love uh, Connery's performance, actually. Him and Nick Cage work pretty well together, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, it, and, it's like the weirdest pair, but at the same time, it works really well. Yeah, and the, the the only thing I don't understand is, like, the, it, clearly they're not going to send in these two men by themselves. A man who has no mm-hmm. combat training, he is just a chemist, uh, right. a chemical uh, weapons deactivator, and <laughs> yeah, this crazy madman they just broke out of prison. Like, it, clearly they're not going to just send those two in by themselves. They send a right. whole team of trained experts. Yeah. And in one scene... And Those experts have the opportunity where they are, they are all surrounded. They're all surrounded by uh, Ed Harris's people. And Ed Harris is like, all right, we don't want to kill you. Clearly, we have the upper hand on you. We have a lot of protection. We have much better guns than you do. We have the higher ground, Anakin. Like, you are screwed here. So, <laughs> lay down your guns. <laughs> so, lay down your guns. We will we will put you up with the hostages, uh-huh. and we won't kill you. Now I understand why the the team just decided to say fuck it and started shooting, but I do think that at the same time they would think about the strategy and think, yes, we are more right. helpful to the rest of the the people that are about to die of this bomb explodes if we don't die here and are just locked up. Yeah, because from there we can actually do something. But no, yeah. they're just no. They they do the very masculine male thing. They're like, no, fuck all strategy. We're gonna die with glory. Yes, yeah. Dumb. I believe I that, that was. So I believe that was SEAL Team Six, supposedly. Okay. And and Tom, the, the Tom Clancy's SEAL Team Six. Yes, and <laughs> um, the Francis X Hummel's crew 
they were a very uh, highly decorated division of the Marines. So they were kind of like on the same. So there's two warrior groups on the same level. And yeah. the other, the one had the higher ground. And we just all know that you just can't win, Anakin. You just can't. No. You just can't. It's just it's a dumb scene in my opinion because it's like they went all out for the 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 male chauvinist like yeah yeah like no I think any military commander in his right mind would have thought about that situation and thought if we all die here humanity's hopes are screwed yes. if this thing yeah. gets out well not all of humanity but a good portion of USA yeah so it's because like because once they're I, on the inside just, there's there's a lot of options there like they yeah. can they can organize those people. They could, uh, you know, attempt an escape from there or, you know, dissent, uh, send, use their words like humans and put doubts in these other people's minds about their stupid, stupid plan. <laughs> yeah. And and also way back as the last chance option, you know, the, the final possible thing that could happen in their benefit, they knew – Nick Cage and Sean Connery, those two crazy women who were tagging yeah. along with him, weren't weren't with them. They yes. knew that they were they down below safe. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. It's it's the dumbest decision ever made in cinema. Not really, but yeah. it's one so of them. So when we <laughs> remake The Rock, we will of course cast <laughs> The Rock yes. as. Uh, would you think he'd be Patrick uh, John Patrick Mason or Stanley Goodspeed? I think he would be funny as good speed, but no, I think uh, I think you would cast Kevin Hart as good speed, and you <gasps> would keep yes. you make him. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. fucking nailed it! So yep. Netflix, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> call us. Call us. We would love to make this movie. And Michael Bay too, if you're listening and you yeah. want to just remake. Yeah, the that Rock. would be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that kind of puts our job out. I guess we could write it. I mean, yeah, I don't need it. I just want to sell it. Like, I don't need it. Okay, we just sell the idea. Anna. You're like, you don't want to the, work yeah, the, on this movie. You, no. <laughs> something the, tells the me that we don't get to the right to sell that idea, given that they have all the rights to this IP. Well, I'll fucking sue them otherwise. So. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't met my lawyer yet. Ah, yes, yes. My John P. Peabody. Uh, John P. Peabody. Yeah. It's, it's actually just John Peabody. But the P is the middle initial. <laughs> John Body is his name. I see. Anyways. Uh, God, what else is there about this movie? There's there's a I weird sex know. scene, which is hilarious. Um, oh, yeah. It's on the boat. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Nick Cage's... Nick Cage's partner i don't think they're married or anything no it's his girlfriend yeah yeah um she she comes home at the beginning of the movie after he has deactivated uh-huh. a bomb and left early to to vent from that situation uh his his girlfriend drops the bombshell on him that she's pregnant uh, pregnant and she wants to marry him yeah she she's just like we got to get married because i'm pregnant or you know it's it's her train of train of thought basically right and Nick Cage being Nick Cage is like, well, fuck. I don't know how to think about that right now. Right. So why don't we just shelve that until the end of the movie? And <laughs> the very next scene, they're just having sex on the boat 
And that's when like he gets the call to come to the rock or come to come to Alcatraz. And it's just like, I don't know. The, the whole scene was just weird. Like, I don't get why. Yeah, no, it was unnecessary. <laughs> and like Nick Cage's, Nick Cage's reaction is like to having sex was hilarious too because he's just oh, like having oh. like normal conversation with her. Which, yeah. I mean, that happens, but it was just, it's so funny to watch Nick Cage do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. If you don't remember the scene, you just have to watch it. It's so funny. Yeah, it, that was a pretty awkward scene. This whole movie kind of felt awkward, honestly. Uh, I think yeah. if I'm going to jump into my closing statements with it. Uh, I I didn't really care for it. I'm not super into these action movies anyways. Uh, there were some fun parts. Like, the I liked the, the rail uh, the rail cart parts. That that was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of really funny parts of that scene. So for <laughs> it having comical elements, it makes it watchable and it makes the ridiculousness of the movie more acceptable, I would say. But I still didn't super care for it. Still competent film, I guess. Full face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I give it two and a half stars. It's It's just... It's it's what Michael Bay is known for. It's just yeah. It's it's flaming shit tin trash. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. If you love and it, you it, love it, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Like I I genuinely wish I could enjoy films like this where I could just go in, shut my brain off, you yeah. know, turn off that critic's mind and just enjoy the action because this film does have fun action and a lot of hilarious comedy, like you said. But it's just it's it's not the kind of film for me. I still give it two and a half stars. That's me being lenient. I would normally give it like you know way lower, but way lower. <laughs> not way lower. lower. <laughs> but the, I don't know. Even even on the technical aspect, there's there's some good stuff, and then there's a lot of bad stuff. Like there's a lot of um, I don't know if you caught this. There's a lot of moments with Nick Cage's character where the camera was just constantly moving or zooming in on him or zooming out. Yeah, and like it made was... me think. It made me think that the cinematographer was afraid to go near Nick Cage, <laughs> so he was just always filming him from a distance. Like <laughs> that's really funny. There's so many times. There's the, especially I... the interrogation scene. The, yeah. Um. They have they have Sean Connery in the in the FBI room or whatever, and they're they're talking to Sean. It's just like, hey, we have a situation going on. This is what's going to happen. We'll give you a pardon. Blah 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 blah. And then on the other side of the two-way mirror, you have Nick Cage and the other people sitting there watching. And throughout that entire scene, every single shot of Nick Cage, it's zooming in on <laughs> It's just it's zooming away. And it's moving over here. And it's like that whole scene, I was just so, like, is he afraid? Like, is, <laughs> is like, what's going on here? So I did not actually see that as fear. I did take notice that there was a lot of movement in this fucking yeah. movie for the the camera frame and i was like damn did this movie fucking invent shaky cam because <laughs> it's a lot earlier than i thought that shaky cam was a thing to be frank i think it's i think it's michael bay's like genuinely i don't think the guy was afraid i think it's michael bay's way <laughs> of trying to make it seem like it's it's fast paced like it's flowing sure. and it's like yeah. there is a good way to do that and like not that he's not doing it in a good way it's just 
Yeah. It, it was just funny because a lot of it was always on Nick Cage's character. There's so many moments where it does that off of Nick Cage's character where there's other people that <laughs> it's you know doing a pan shot or something like that. Yeah. But like every single Nick Cage shot for at least like two or three scenes was just zooming in. <laughs> here we go. He's not even, he doesn't even have a line here. Here we go. <laughs> We're going into his face. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like they all must have this sense that he is the most interesting thing in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, undoubtedly. Yeah. Unless Sean yeah. Connery is there. I'd be more interested in Sean. I'm sorry, Nick, but. You, yeah, personally, you are too. more of an enigma, but Sean is Sean fucking Connery, okay? <laughs> right. He's a legend. He's a legend. I mean, actually, Nick, well, Cage, Nick, Nick Cage is a yeah, legend, too. legendary. But... <laughs> no, again, though, his his performance here, perfect for the movie. It's an easy recommend if you love um, th- that style of action film where, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't require a lot of thinking. It just... You just, it's a popcorn action film. You just enjoy it. And if that's for you, The Rock is hilarious and great. If it's not for you, if, if you're like me, God, I hope you're not, uh, just don't watch it. <laughs> just avoid it. I don't recommend yeah, it. it. It's not, it's not the greatest. Um, uh, there's definitely movies that do this better, but damn, if you love a good Nick Cage chuckle, that then, you know, this is the spot for it. So. I, I I recommend it with conditions. <laughs> <laughs> you have to meet the requirements, the prerequisites of this, <laughs> like a course, and then you oh, got to discuss whether or not it was good. There's a merch idea for you. We'll release syllabi for each film. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We'll have to. He, we'll yes, have to hire let us sell you our homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we'll hire an intern to put all that together um, to afford having an intern, even though we're not going to be paying the intern. Uh-huh. Uh, you can help us out with that by going down to patreon.com slash green and faceless. Uh, check sure out our can. tiers, subscribe, like, comment, you know, all the fun stuff. You know, but I think we I think- could do at least like two nineteen an hour and then and then he can carry a cup around his neck for tips. Or they two dollars nineteen cents. Person you want to give them two dollars nineteen cents an hour? That's like close to seventeen dollars at the end of the day. Yeah, I know, but you we know can't, it, we can't swing. We that. can't listen. We gotta keep unpaid up with the times. <laughs> and the times are everybody's got an unpaid internship. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's I been think our that's been show. show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. That was fun. Did I stop it? Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, Please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or 
on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.